Hello, everyone, and welcome to the More Than a Hustle podcast. I'm Sean Farrell. I'm Jermaine Wells. Let's get it. <laughs> All right, hey everyone. So again, welcome to the More Than a Hustle podcast. I'm um, Sean Farrell. I'm here with Jermaine Wells, y'all. We've got a really exciting episode here for you. This is the second episode, and um, I'm I'm just uh, I'm I'm ready to get started with this one because this is chock full of of, of good content. So, um, so yeah, again, this is uh, this is Jermaine Wells. He is uh, the essence of a creative. Um, currently, he's a photographer, an actor. He does voiceovers. He's a, a video editor. Um, I mean, the list goes on. He's in a band, um, and he's a, a professional singer. So uh, we're just going to talk about, you know, Jermaine's his story, um, how he got to the point at, at, at which he's at right now, and, um, and talk about his, all of his side endeavors and, and what he's aiming for. Um, he, Jermaine is really the, the true essence of someone who is um, striving every day to, to take what he loves to do, all of his passions, and you know, monetize them and really, you know, uh, reach the point of success um, financially and, you know, in terms of self personal satisfaction and whatnot. So, yeah. Jermaine, All it's right. great to have you. Yeah, man, it's great to be here. Right? You know, I've known Sean for, for about four or five years now, and, you know, he's he's doing it, living it out, and uh, it's, it's great to be here, man. Yeah, thank you, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. So, hey, I mean, why don't we start off talking about, uh, talking about, you know, your early life. Uh, All right. in, in school. Yeah, so um, in early life, you know, I've always gone to uh, performing arts schools. Um, I was a, 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 what they call gifted at that point. Um, and it was either going for academics or going for performing arts. So I went uh, for performing arts, which was uh, a great choice. Um, I was always into singing and acting and, and writing. Uh, poetry was my first entrance into uh, being a creative. I know I used to read a lot. I still do. And, um, you know, going going through that, it, it comes to a point where, you know, I went to high school, um, a very popular performing arts high school in New York City. And in that high school, I met uh, uh, some people that you, see, that you see daily on your movie screen or people that you see on your favorite show, some people that you hear on the charts all the time. Um, and in fact, um, out of out of high school, I did get I wound up getting a, a record deal, um, a, a top deal, and um, it, it fell through. Um, and listening to my mother, uh, you know, she said that I should go to college and get a degree, which uh, which I did. I wound up getting a degree, and um, I wound up having a, a child early, uh, which which my dream. So my so let me backtrack. My plan was to hurry up and get this degree <laughs> so that I can get out there and really do the creative stuff that I wanted to do with my life. Um, I thought my mom was wise, and she was, to be able to get a degree. And in between, you need hustles. Uh, when you're creative, uh, work isn't always come. Um, and you can't always predict how often you're going to work. But if you have a, a degree or, 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 or another skill, um, you can always find a way to work and get bills paid and, and keep yourself sustained. Uh, however, having a child flips that because when you're just sustaining your oneself, it takes a lot less money and worry than to sustain a household or a family. 
So uh, I went, I started working for the college that I got my undergrad degree in um, so that I can have insurance and, um, you know, provide. But uh, I never really let go of the dream. It wasn't as prevalent as it was before, but I never let go of the dream. And in fact, I, I met some excellent guys. Uh, we formed a band called Ill Funk, illfunk.com. Um, and we've done some amazing things, shows across the country. Even our last album we recorded with Quincy, we had a song with Quincy Jones, legendary, legendary. So, um, you know, I know I jumped around a little bit, so I don't know how early life you wanted to get. Uh, of course, I'm talking, I did. About, I'm talking about right after birth. Like All right, so right after, after, oh, right after birth, yeah, right after birth. <laughs> I mean, I did, I did. Also, as a child, I did modeling and acting. Yeah. So you know, so there's some some magazine stuff, some full page stuff that I did, and, and um, when I became, I probably say about like twelve, my mom wanted to. She wasn't taking me to any more auditions. She didn't want me to live that life as a child because she was worried about these kids getting, uh, you know, getting molested, uh, turning to drugs. And um, she did not want me to be. And it was it got to a point in time where uh, major agencies were looking to have me and then major managers. And she just did not know the lifestyle and she didn't trust any of them, really. And we all know now <laughs> she probably was right yeah. <laughs> and not trusting those people. Right. So, you know, I find it incredible that, you know, you had this life goal. Uh, you wanted to pursue a career or, a, you know, a life, your lifelong dream of being um, in the performing arts industry. And, you know, you listened to your mother's advice. You got your degree and all that stuff was kind of put on. Yeah, it was, it was kind of put on hold. Yeah. Um, I'm just interested in learning more about what sparked in your mind to get you back into that stuff. You know, like, because. Yeah. I feel like some, you know, a lot of people actually, you know, they, we all have passions and goals. Of course we, we all do. have dreams, but a lot of people lose those passions and, and, and goals for one reason or another. You know, I always talk to people who are saying, I, you know, they say, they tell me they used to play guitar or piano. And I'm like, oh, yeah, why don't you play right now? Do you play right now? No, once I had kids, you know, mm -hmm. once this happened, blah, blah, blah. I don't, I don't do that anymore. I don't have time. So, like, what sparked in your mind? What, what kind of told you that you need to continue well the, the the truth of the matter is i never really stopped um i slowed down i took breaks but i never really stopped i was always involved in something creative um i was uh a president at 20 of a not-for-profit um called jubilee concert series and we were we put on plays and we raised money uh, doing uh, musical concerts for the community. And those monies we would use to buy uh, food uh, to make sure that our, our Christmas drives are really good, um, you know, and to give a showcase for uh, the youth of the, you know, of the community. So and was this in this was in New York City? This was actually in Albany. This was yeah. so yeah. I'm from the Bronx, and I, I came upstate to go to to go to college, and that's what um, had me plant roots in upstate New York. Okay. And so that was yeah, that was that was uh yeah, in upstate New York, 
And so, I, I, like, I guess I've, I've never really fully been out of it. So I've always, the dream has always kind of been there, even if it was not on full gas. I was always, I was coasting or, or, or taking a skateboard instead mm. of taking the car. I see. <laughs> but did, did you feel an urge? Like, did you, were you conscious of the fact that you did not want to give this up? You know? I was I was conscious of that fact that I want to didn't want to give it up and I would say a reignite a reignitement happened uh you know I'm sorry if I'm saying that wrong but it was my it, my dream was reignited I would say probably like 3 years ago um and what it was honestly it's you know 3 4 years ago it, you know it's 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 the the digital age so we're seeing uh you know we're seeing young men get slaughtered getting killed by police, uh, Trayvon Martin and stuff, that those kind of things really hurt and sparked because I had gotten into a deep de depression, um, seeing these images and really under, trying to understand why uh, these things would be so commonplace. Um, and, and you know, knowing something and seeing something is, is two different things where you, you, you ultimately have an awareness. Um, and so, and coming out of that depression, I, I said, well, what, what do I want to do? What can I do in life? And what have I always wanted to do in life? Obviously, I can't snap a magic wand and make these problems go away, but I can inspire people. I can inspire change and I can change in my ways and maybe I'll spark the persons or people that are able to really nip these things in the bud that I think are so unfair. Uh, so I started with uh, with that sentiment. Let me go somewhere. Let me take a trip that I've never been on before. And I started to just, you know, use all these different skills to raise money, to be able to raise money for this trip. So that was doing more video editing. I started doing lecturing. Um, I started, you know, like writing jingles, <laughs> selling beats, anything that I could use my creative skill to do for money, putting together uh, PowerPoints, anything and everything uh, that was legal <laughs> <laughs> to put together this, this this money. And I, I was able to do it. And, uh, you know, using the Internet, being savvy, you can get prices and, and, and plane tickets and everything, etc. And if you know anybody from another country too, buddy up with them because, you know, that, that can provide some, at least maybe a night or some food if you can get, uh, you know, get in touch with that. So that's what I did. And that was, that became the Man on the Move series. I did two of those. Where did you go? Where did you go? I went to, and man, I went to, uh, well, I wanted to go to Egypt. That didn't work out. But I went to London. I went to Dubai, which is crazy. I went to Jordan. And that was, that was the first trip. And it was, I gotta tell you, eye-opening. It was amazing. I met many people and I, I really felt that I was doing something that a young kid from the from the Bronx didn't think really that I would able be able to do and I started opening my eyes well what else could I do if I could if I could do these and and still my whole thing was to make sure that I wasn't taken away from you know my family and still be able to to to, to pay bills and keep a level without taking from that um, that was important to me. Uh, it was important to me too, not having a father in my life to make sure that I was providing in that way, not and and balanced, not just like monetarily, but also being there uh, emotionally. So being able to do that and coming back and putting together that documentary that everybody can see on YouTube for free, 
my whole point of that was to for anybody and everybody that had dreams to be able to live vicariously through my trip. And my whole hypothesis was that no matter where we were in the world, we're more similar than dissimilar. And if that was the case, then there's hope for changing in this country. In this country. Between policemen right. and, and youth. And youth, yes, indeed. And so after I did that, um, I started working with um, what there is a Minerva system at, at, at Union College and uh, was able to lead a house and make sure, make sure that was, uh, <laughs> I was able to lead the house and do some really, really cool uh, things and, and um, community oriented things. Like we did a uh, film festival that was a community film festival. Um, and it was, it was, um, 18 was the cutoff because I really wanted to inspire youth. So anybody involved in, in the project, it was really about the youth. Uh, and so that went well. We were able to, to raise money, get prizes for that. And uh, I was able to help with a concert to fight the pipeline in, uh, at Standing Rock. So that was, that's the second man on the move. And um, I really wanted to get involved. So just like anybody, if you want to get involved, find a way to get involved. Um, you know, there's too many ways to connect with people that than ever before. Uh, emailing, uh, social media, you know, calling. You can yeah. find a way in if you really, really want to get in somewhere. And most importantly, always remember to be to to kind of implement that human aspect into oh, the way oh, man, you man to that. Because you're you're right. When we are in the digital age. We have been in the digital age, and yeah. sometimes just all of the. <laughs> All of the digital things that right. run our lives yeah. can be too much. So it can be too much. You're what right. I like about the Man on a Move series is that it's really, I mean, it's got a human aspect to it. You can, it's cordial. You can identify um, with you, like you said, vicariously as you're going through on this on, on these endeavors. So, um, yeah, yeah, and then you're right, kind of you're right, and then, and you you're right, and also too, you want to do it in a human way. You know, you know, when you're when you're searching for these things, remember that per person on the other side of that email, on the other side of that tweet or that text or that DM is a human. So you want to present it to them like you're talking to, to, to a human. And I knew specifically that there was a lot of help needed in this point in time. So um, I just laid it out that I had some skills. I saw it was a concert. Uh, it was Jason Mraz and some. Um, uh, black eyed peas and some other things. So I just laid out that I had that skill. Now, here's the thing too: you gotta have a little bit of, you know. I'm always, I'm always somebody that's always really down to go ahead and, and do these adventures. So they got back to me, um, and it was like when they got back to me, it was like two days before the concert to help with this concert. Now you know my life, John. So I'm gonna tell these people: I always have, I always have something to do. Like I, I don't have a whole lot of idle time. Like if it's 24 hours of the day, I'm trying to do work and get paid for 20 of those hours and then sleep for the four to get up and do it. So I had to really balance my life. So the way it worked out was the night before I left, I had a gig with Ilfranc from till two o'clock in the morning. I hadn't gotten my plane tickets yet. So as soon as we were done at 2.30, I got a plane ticket for, uh, for six, I think 6.30 out of Newark. That's a two and a half drive from where we're at. So I grabbed my clothes. Um, thankfully, uh, my boss, she didn't necessarily like it, but I said, I'm out. I'm going over to, to help fight the pipeline. I'll be back in a few days. 
and and I went and I did it. You know what I mean? It was a snowstorm and it was crazy there, but it was beautiful. I'm not gonna give too much more on that because y'all can go to YouTube and go check the man on the move, uh, <laughs> the Standing Rock edition. But it's really, it, I always want to do it so you'll know that I am just me. I'm just a regular person. I'm not just in that, but I am one. You know, I know my value. I know my skill. I know that I'm special as we all are. It's really tapping into that. But at the, at the end of the day, nobody's above anybody. Anybody can wind up in any position that any human can be in, given the right or wrong circumstances. So you always got to keep keep get one foot, <laughs> you know, keep keep a little bit of the head out the clouds, but 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 look to them because it's it's a beautiful thing and and really self worth is is a beautiful thing. Yeah, and you know, I mean the important thing is to always have like I I I use the analogy of a mathematic function, input and output. Like you, in my first episode, I talked about this a little bit, but you know. Uh, you know what your input is mm-hmm. throughout all the activities that you're involved in. You know what you're putting in, you know, time and energy. And you also uh, need to be able to translate that to an output. You know, what are you Amen. getting out of it? Amen. And, and uh, you know, don't be scared. You know, don't be scared if you don't know what your calling is because, you know, you don't need to. Um, you don't need to have, you know, I use passion a lot, goals, mm-hmm. whatever. You don't need to have explicit passions or explicit goals right the important thing is um as jermaine can attest to the important thing is just think about you know do some metacognition think about how you think as an individual think about what you've always been interested in since uh, since a young kid what you've always kind of gravitated toward um like jermaine he's always been interested in just creativity um singing acting you know, modeling, whatever it might be. So you do some exercises, metacognate, think about what you've always been interested in since a little kid, because that's the thing that's never gonna leave you. Um, and then once you've determined that, now move forward and enact some kind of change, like Jermaine has done. Through his interest in, you know, the creative world, he was able to start a documentary series series called Man on the Move, right? And 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 put these things together to try to enact change. And you know, I'm sure when you look back on yeah, your life, you'll yeah, be able to yeah, say, yeah, I did something I, very meaningful. You know, Amen to that. And also too, when, when you when money is a, your pure motivation, things don't always come out the way you want them to come out to. Because if you're doing it for money, you're not going to stick with it. Anything and everything looks easier than it is. I mean, everything That's looks easier true. than it is. Very true. And so if money is purely, let, let's face it. I mean, if we're if we're starting a business, obviously we want to make money. I'm not saying it's a bad thing to want to make money. Right. But if that is your one, two, and three, and four, and five reason for doing whatever move you're trying to make, it's not going to last. You're not going to get to the money. You If you can't get to the love and the, and the stick with it attitude and the real belief, Money's not, you're not going to get to the money. Right, right. And you don't necessarily have to be passionate about something. Try to be good at something, you know. Like I said, pick up on the things that you've always been into since a little kid. You're going to be, you're going to probably be good at it, you know, and you will want to stay with it just because it's a part of you, you know, you enjoy doing it. And money will come afterward, you know, but it's a competitive world. There are a lot of people trying to start businesses, a lot of people trying to, um, you know, attain 
whatever they define as success. Yeah. You know, just because you start um, a business doesn't mean you'll be successful the next day. So you better like, like Jermaine said, you better love what you're doing and feel s some kind of you know burning desire to keep continuing because that'll get you through the um, initial stages, get you past the people yeah. that yeah. kind of stopped doing it because they couldn't continue. Because they couldn't continue. And yeah. now yeah. you'll be, you know. And and that that being said, you also want to know and realize and, and and be willing to take and say it ain't working. Mm. And sometimes it does come to a point where it's not working. Failure is part of the process too. Failure is part of the process too. You have to be willing to fail because you know that that's that's gonna that's an option. You can succeed. You can fail. Uh, a lot of us are in right in the middle where maybe it, it wasn't super profitable, but you know you gotta you gotta put it put it out there. If you do fail and you love this thing, you go back and you reassess what happened, what went wrong, what you could have done, because. Even in success, you want to you you should have a, a, a strive to get better to get better what you do, and it doesn't matter what stage you are. If you're not striving to get better, then you know somebody there's somebody that's bigger and better and smarter and wiser with a better team that's ready to eat you up. <laughs> I mean that's just the way it is. Right, and what you know whatever you do on the on as your side endeavor, you don't necessarily need to take it to. <laughs> I mean, you know, an IPO, right? You, right. It doesn't right. need to be some huge business, but you know, if you like sewing, for instance, if that's your hobby, you've always been interested in it. You like creating new designs, or whatnot, and you've finally reached that stage where you're like, I think it's time to 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 step it up a level. Like maybe I can monetize this. Maybe I can make some money off this. Maybe I can eventually like leave my full time gig and do this full and do this full time. Yeah. Like imagine being able to do your your hobby your passion full time. That's the dream, right? So yeah, figure out a way to to monetize off your creativity, um, doing sewing. <laughs> yeah. I don't know the answer to that right now. I mean I don't know how I you know, I'm not a person who sews. Maybe you are. Maybe you already have some ideas on how you can monetize off sewing. I don't know. Maybe it's going to take a a long time to figure it out, but that's part of the fun too. No you know, part of the fun is just that the action, the process of striving. To yeah, exactly. Goal. And also, too, I want to stress there's nothing wrong with having a quote-unquote nine-to-five regular job. There is nothing wrong with that. Um, it's a beautiful thing. It, it has its purposes uh, because, you know, you there's a risk in, in, in being your own business, obviously. Mm. Uh, you know, you look you look to you if your paycheck don't come. You look to you if you don't have insurance. Your employees look to you to make sure that the checks keep coming in, the bills are, are and the working conditions are right. So there is, you know, there's nothing wrong with having a full time job. And there's nothing wrong with if your hustle, you do want to keep part time because there's a, a lot of comfortabilities <laughs> that come with having a, a quote unquote regular job. That's right. Yeah. So. You know that I guess that leads leads me into the next question is just like you know what is it like doing all of these <laughs> endeavors right? partaking right. in all of these things that you do while working full time and you just I'm go a, into that I'm just gonna say tiring first off um, plenty plenty of really really couple of hour 
sleep nights. What um, do you mean by couple? You mean like two? Like hours? like two, three. Really? Yeah, yeah, a lot of them. You're not supposed to scare the people listening. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, anybody that's uh, you know, any kind of an entrepreneur or entrepreneur, should I speak, say, it, it knows this. Like, um, and you, you, any anything that you need to be, you're gonna be that person. Uh, you know, especially at the initial stages. If you, if you need to be your PR, then you're the PR person. Um, if if it's if it's embroidery, you better know how to embroider too, because there might be you you want to be able to be there if you have a large order that needs to be filled in a day or two, to be down there with your people as making things, so that you can help this order get filled. I mean, that's just that's just the name of the game. I mean, I know we all see um, what's that undercover boss, mm-hmm. and how the bosses always like uh, they, they never know they what to never do. know what to do at the end. <laughs> but you know, most of us won't be lucky enough to make it to a, a company that's that huge. So, you know, you you better be willing to take on whatever responsibility, learn the whole process of whatever you're doing, so that you can help out as best as you can. Um, but yeah, I mean, so with that being said, I'm leaping into doing and being a full-time creative. I mean, I have a couple more weeks on my uh, full-time, uh, quote-unquote, job or regular job. because every So being a creative is beyond full-time. So that's that's what I'm saying, yeah. too, is like there's yeah. no... That's it's another thing when you have a job. You know, well, it's 40 weeks and we're good and I got overtime. Now, you, you're always overtime and you, you almost always open for business yeah but know. that's the important part of it you love what you're doing the time oh, yes. flies right yes time flies. the 20 hours that you're working out of the 24 yeah, yeah, yeah the time flies time time does fly and, and can that's fly. a good that's a good meter right if you're doing something and it seems like you look at the watch and it seems like it's been two days and i'm still at this maybe you might want to rethink what you're doing what you're doing right if you if you're doing something you look at the clock and it's like Wow, I didn't eat. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't yeah, take a yeah, shower. Yeah. I'm still doing this. No, maybe you're in the right thing. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta be, you gotta be a machine, but you have to be reasonable, because you, you're still flesh. You know what I'm saying? Um, I did notice probably like right after I did the, um, the uh, first leading man, I was like, oh shit, I put on some pounds, bro. Like I, I didn't even realize that until I looked at the video. I was like, bruh, like you, you put on some pounds. So that's another thing. And, and, and you got to treat your machine right to be able to continue to do it. Now, I know it was stress and then eating and not exercising and sleep loss and all that. So I, I said, you know what? I have to tighten this up. Yeah. So I went and, you know, ate better, went to the gym and dropped a considerable amount of weight and have maintained it since doing that. I mean, sometimes wake up calls can come by yourself if you watch and see what's going on and it, it did for me but also too you know you you know health is, is is they say health is wealth and it's true i mean you have more energy to do what you need to do um and you know you'll you'll be sick less times and you, you have more stamina and things it really like that is a, it really is a struggle though i mean it, it, it really is going to the gym eating healthy managing all these things i mean if you have if you live by yourself you know you're in a in an apartment or whatever you got dishes to wash yep this that you got to go to the store like so what do you recommend like how do you fit all this stuff in and then have time to be you know sit down and be creative but also while you're sitting down and being creative actually producing good content you yeah know what I'm no i hear you um what i what you know one of my biggest lessons i tell is because i did I, I did and i i'm naturally kind of a lone wolf a lone wolf type of person that just just does it all 
and you know you you want to try to build at least one other person or somebody that you can trust to help take some of the load off of the work and if you can have a team of three four five six even the better because no matter how hard you work you can't do it all yeah the the times will end the deadline happens and needed to be done by tomorrow so whatever you lack or you don't do you you're gonna cut corners because you got to get it done uh, so you're not going to always live up to your best because even if I handed in something and I got it done on time and it looks good, I know in my mind, if I had another team, if I had another couple hours, if right. I had another day, it could have been that much better. Right. But that, that, that brings up a good point, though. You know, it's, I, I personally think it's it's important not to constantly strive for perfection. Right. You know, because, right. like you. I mean, if you constantly strive for perfection, you're, you're not really going to get something no. The things that you need to get done, done, done. So it's important to like be able to scale. All right, what do I need to do to make this thing quality? To make this thing represent myself, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And um, once you figure out those various items, then you can you know submit the assignment or and, whatever you're talking about. And you, you, know, and you may be working on it forever. Finish I the mean, photo editing. Yeah. yeah. Or yeah, because you could be you, you could, could be working you on could. something forever. Forever. You know? And that's that's the thing. You you. That balance, I think, of time and, and business and, and play is a balance that all humans work on because, let's face it, we're, all, we're not all in the same place. We don't all make the same amount of money. We don't have, all have the same amount of drive. Um, some of us are able to get by a little bit better on our good looks than others. Some have a better sense of style than others. So there's, there's a whole bunch of reasons why somebody could, could do a maneuver this world, this life, your business a little bit different than you. Mm. But the great the great equilibrium is is outworking somebody. You know, you, you know, some people do have natural talents in certain things, but you can outwork somebody, you can out uh maneuver somebody. Uh, you know, if if you treat if you know if you treat it like checkers of chess, depending on what it is, you know, you can outmaneuver somebody if if, if you learn and and, and, and learn and learn in your lane. And also, too, just one one thing before you throw in your thing is your level of success is defined by you. So that's right. You know what I mean? It it may not be five million dollars. It might be one hundred thousand dollars. Let your definition of success success that makes you happy be your measure of success. Don't let other people tell you what your measure of success is. Right. Stay stay in your lane, you know. You can swerve. You can swerve a little bit, but <laughs> most often you better be. You know, just stay in your lane. Like there's too much, and especially so- social media tends to do this. I mean, I love Instagram. I'm, I, I, I use it all the time. But sometimes I find myself going, oh, man, I wish I was. I want to be in Hawaii just like that person. Or you know, why, why don't I have this Lambo? They're taking pictures with that Lamborghini. You know, I should have that. Man, I should work harder. Blah blah. And that just ends up stressing you out because you're you're straying away from the natural organic you know you so um in this digital age we live in it can serve us well but it can also be detrimental to to us so it's it's important stay stay in your own lane understand what your definition of success is um because that's ultimately what's going to (laughs) deliver you to success is understanding that definition and not letting it be tarnished by other people's definitions not to say that there's definitions are faulty right that's their definition that's too. their definition and god bless if you can be in the lamborghini and be in dubai and then you know south africa and san tropez every other week god bless but remember there's the other side i don't see a whole bunch of people 
you know, showing how sad or depressed they are on that. That's that's not what the the medium's for. That's what, yeah, right. 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 So so remember that too is that we all do get upset or sad sometimes. So if you're not seeing it, there's a reason because it's not it's not necessarily real life per se. Mm. Also, too, read some articles, man. Many many of those people grow broke trying to oh, impress yeah. us on on the gram. Yeah, that's that, <laughs> that, that's for sure. Yeah, so it's. It's important to see past uh, the superficial stuff on, on social media. You know, I think that um, that right there is a is is a large reason why be, um, we have so many mental health issues yeah. nowadays. Yes, indeed. Yes, um, indeed. You, you you it used to be keeping up with the Joneses was just you know the people down the block, or like high school, the people in high school. Or, yeah. You know what I mean, or whatever. It wasn't the whole world. It wasn't like somebody flossing in China that you're like, oh, dang, I should be doing it. Somebody fl- flossing in, you know, Portugal, like, dang, you know, why am I life? Your, your life is your life. It's unique. It's your own story. It's your own imprint. Right. Um, and the last thing you want is to be at the end of your life, right, taking your last breath and going, I didn't do it. I didn't, I didn't do me, you know? And this is, this is, this is... Just like Frank Sinatra, my way, right? This <laughs> is real. This is where I'm at. I mean, and I'm, like I said, with my job, I don't, I don't hate my job. I mean, it's just nice people. It's a nice thing. But I'm like, I don't want to slave here for. I'm, I'm gonna say slave because that that true that truly is a, is a um, insult to people that really really have super hard jobs. So let me re- retract that, redact that from the record. I don't want to live and work in this way that I don't feel freest and uh, my most useful self to the world for another 30, 35 years to retire. Now perhaps. And this is this is a good anecdote. It's true life. Uh, you know, I was adopted, and my my mother, who was luckily I was adopted into my same family, but my mother who raised me, she um, she passed away, sixty one, young, was in the board of education her whole life, didn't get a chance to retire, so she just like worked out her life and didn't get a chance to retire. So yes, it does have me in a whole different perspective, and like. What if what if I don't get to to enjoy it? What if I stay here doing something that I know I'm not living to the fullest, and I know that I'm 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 destined and feel that I do all these other skills, and then it comes down to the time for me to like get to the good stuff, cause she cause we had plans, you know, she was a creative too, she wrote, um, she was a you know educator, and I have her her poetry and things like that. We were planning to, on her retirement to go ahead and, and really fulfill these. And I was gonna like really be our agent and help put these things together and it, it, it didn't happen. So it, it puts a, it puts a sour taste in my whole thought process of you never know. And so really with that, with courage, um, I saved up money, I've made some connections and that's another reason is remember, yeah, you don't you don't know. You know, you be you blessed to have another day, to have a new beginning. Even your failure and you still breathing, you still kicking is a blessing because you're still breathing and you're still kicking. And there's a lot of us that are suffering day to day that that you have no idea what they're going through in their life. You know, and I'm the type of person, too, that doesn't really talk about like my issues to people because I'd rather, um, you know, live in, in in a way where I know I'm getting over and I know that people are doing way worse than me and it keeps me afloat and it keeps me in a kind of a, a middle a middle place you know what I mean and that's and that's what it is but you know um so remember that you know some of these people flossing and showing some pain and I hate to knock on social media because I do love it and I like connecting with people that I haven't seen in a long time it's a it's a beautiful thing but I'm saying is 
if you don't show it, you don't have to show what you don't want to show. Is that's that's my my bottom line, right? Most people are not trying to show how sad they are or the, their real life on it, right? You you trying to show good stuff, you know, positive stuff, you know, and so and there's nothing wrong with that. So just remember that. Don't 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 judge and compare. Right. So, hey, I mean, this has been. This has been incredible. Um, no, this like is, I said before, this you, great, man. you're a true essence of someone who's has figured out what they've what drives them as an individual. Like since you were a kid, right? Mm-hmm. The, just a creative world. Yeah. You figured out a way to grow stronger within that world, and you know, um, consistently attain personal satisfaction and even monetize the the things that you love doing. So, hey, information. Um, Regarding Jermaine, will be found in the uh, description of this podcast, um, so you can connect with him and, and and check out his content, especially the uh, the Man on the Move documentary series. Yes, go for that. Um, I'm I'm currently working on uh, some pilots. Um, acting is a big focus right now, so I'm doing voiceovers. Uh, projects are coming out throughout 2019. You had a project uh, with uh, with Whoopi Goldberg, furlough. Uh, shout out to Whoopi. Tessa Thompson is in that. Lala, um, uh, Lori Collier, uh, you know, director. So I mean, there's some there's some things, you know, you know. So so with that, at the as an end cap, after I did those trips, I went back to the essence of what do I want to do, you know, what I want to be in life, things I want to do, goals and people I want to uh, work with, and um, you know, Whoopi was my mom's, you know, rest in peace, one of her favorite celebrities. So to me, that was like a, it was like a, a signal when I went to audition for that role, and I got it. I know it was gonna be in the scenes with with, with with her. It was like to me, it was like it was an awakening. You know, it was like waking a beast that I had. And then since then, you know, um, you know, I've had uh, some small roles in several movies that are coming out and shows that are coming out. And um, you know, I guess you can go to IMDb and see some of the some of the things that I'm working on. But I'm manifesting it. I'm auditioning all the time, and I have things working. So I'm manifesting it, and it's it's a beautiful thing. Amen. 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 Hey, everyone, thank you so much for for tuning in. Uh, again, please uh, visit the description of the podcast to, to see more of uh, to, to see Jermaine's content. Um, he's a really impressive guy. So, hey, until next time. All right, thank you.